Every year, George and I go to Expo East to check out the hottest new products in the healthy food space. Each year, something sticks out and sticks with me. And this year, it was a product called Good, spelled G-U-U-D. Good is creating a cereal revolution with functional foods that are not only good for you, but that you will want to eat every day because they taste so good. It's a convenient packaged food that you can eat guilt-free every day for optimal energy and clean, lean nutrition. It's a modern take on muesli, the traditional European cereal that's both healthy and versatile. Every recipe is a unique mix of plant-based, super clean whole foods in perfect combos that deliver high protein, high fiber, and low to no sugar. What's great about this one bag is that it's packed with nuts, fruits, and seeds, so you don't have to buy it all separately, and it can be eaten cold in a bowl, as a hot, instant, fully loaded oatmeal, as overnight oats, as topper to yogurt or ice cream, or made into healthy, quick, no-bake protein bars or bites. They've got seven different flavors, but our favorite here at Off The Gram is their fuel line. Athlete Fuel, a high protein and fiber blend with no added sugar to keep you full and energized. Brain Fuel, which is filled with antioxidants, omegas, and superfoods. Gut Fuel, delivering an excellent source of dietary fiber, no added sugar, and prebiotic superfoods to aid in healthy digestion. Here's my favorite pro tip for holiday gifting. Stop buying people knickknacks they don't need and help them load up on a healthy food that they'll really enjoy. George and I always buy each other a case of something yummy as a gift, so why not consider gifting a health lover in your life a case of good? And keep a little extra on hand for yourself, for holiday fuel, and for use in Better For You Baking. The best place to buy it is on their website, which is eatgood.com. That's E-A-T-G-U-U-D.com. Type in the code G-U-U-D-O-T-G for 20% off. Spread the yum. We like our holidays like we like our nut butters, packed with goodness. Our friends at Yum Butter are obsessed with making mind-blowing nut butters that are amazingly scrumptious and packed with next-level nutrition, like antioxidants, superfoods, and protein. But they don't stop there. They use fair trade palm oil from sustainable farms, maintain a zero-emissions commitment, and have a buy-one-gift-one program. Every time you buy one Yum Butter jar or pouch, you help feed a child with malnutrition. Yep, they take the whole responsible company thing pretty seriously, and we are so here for it. This holiday season, Team Off The Gram has a hot tip, Yum Butter Minis. These on-the-go mini squeeze pouches are here to fuel your everyday adventures, wherever they take you, and as a mom, I love any snack that works as a better-for-you snack option for both me and my kids. I call that a win-win. Think of all the fun you could have with Yum Butter Minis this holiday season. You could use them to pack ahead and stick to your nutrition goals during your travels to grandma's house, or pop them in your purse to stay satisfied and fueled on those car trips for winter vacations, or include them as stocking stuffers for the whole family. Head on over to yumbutter.com and use our discount code OTG10, which is good for 10% off your entire order. Essentially, uh, we don't manifest from our conscious thoughts. We manifest from what we subconsciously believe we're worthy of receiving. And that's really the kind of like most important secret of manifesting. So you can dream about the big house or the promotion all you want, but if you don't believe you're worthy of receiving it, you will never attract it into your life. Welcome back to an all new season of Off the Gram and welcome back to our co-host, Megan, who's 
Megan. Hi, Meg. Who has been recovering from major surgery? Megan, we are obviously, it goes without saying that we are so happy to have you back. All the rest of you, we're about to bring you straight into the trenches with us as we do to help you live your best life, channel your inner girl boss, and navigate the ever-changing landscapes of wellness and social media. Megan, are we like crying yet? Because I kind of yeah. am. Well, we I really feel like I've been, uh, I like I feel like I've been with you because I've just been listening to the show and walking with you guys, getting my ten thousand steps. Because I really, really missed you, ladies, and it feels so good to be back on off the gram. And today's guest is pretty perfect for my reentry. Forbes named her the Queen of Manifesting. She's Roxy. Nef- Fousey Nafusi, I feel like we got to get the correct pronunciation from her, but she is a British self-development coach, motivational speaker, and Sunday Times best-selling author of Manifest, Seven Steps to Living Your Best Life. You can find her on the gram at Roxy Nafusi or Nafousi. We will get the correct pronunciation from her <laughs> with 172,000 followers who turn to her to explore self-development without borders when it comes to age, gender, or identity. Her book sold out in 48 hours and has been translated into 20 languages. She counts Bella Hadid, E. Ellie Goulden, and Jay Shetty among her famous fans. Listen to this show if you want to learn why Manifest is being called the millennial answer to the secret. You know, that self-help Bible which sold 35 million copies. <laughs> you believe in the law of attraction, but you seem to be repelling the life that you want. Or you're ready for clear, concise, and accessible tips to manifest your best life. Because if it works for Bella Hadid, you're in. Before we invite Roxy into the show, can I just take everyone's temperature here? How does everyone feel about manifesting? Oh, geez, Jane, you had to go there, didn't you? I did because I'm curious. <laughs> so, Heidi, because Megan looks as like not wanting to say this as I do or like talk about it. But um, listen, I-, I think that, you know, good energy is amazing. I think it's important. I think that you should always put like that's karma, right? Like you put good energy out expecting nothing in return. Like I think that's, but that's, that's the other part of karma is the expecting nothing in return. So I think if like, you believe that, like, if you think, think, think you're going to be, you know, just, just to use the easiest thing, like rich, 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 or successful, whatever, like you're not going to become rich and successful unless you do the work. And I think there's a huge amount of people that think they can literally just like think success into existence without doing the work. I do believe that there's a part of manifesting where if you, you know, write it down, say it, speak it, have it all over your house, you know, that good energy is just sort of in you and around you. So you're more likely to do work in the right direction. But I I, I have trouble with this one, Megs. I, but, so that's why I like Roxy, okay? Because she sort of debunks this, like, shut up, I'm manifesting BS and gives action steps. Like she is not saying like, you know, just picture what you want and wait for it. You know, she has clear action steps, seven of them to be exact. And I'm excited to hear from her because it's not this same like woo woo manifest what you want, you know, toxic positivity BS. Like she is, is encouraging people to take clear and concise action. And her story is pretty interesting. And and I think we'll let her tell it, but I mean, she really transformed her own life and I'm kind of a believer. 
I mean, I was curious because I know that we talked a little bit about this on email when we were preparing for this episode. And personally, I'm like a huge manifester. Like, I love it. But I like woo-woo stuff. But I also really liked The Secret when it came out. And I believe in the law of attraction. But I agree with you guys. I think it's become super buzzy and that people misunderstand it. So maybe we should bring in the expert herself to tell us what it really means. Love it. All right. Welcome, Roxy. Welcome to the show, Roxy. As a fellow self-help author, I couldn't wait to get my hands on Manifest, Seven Steps to Living Your Best Life. When it comes to mental health, manifesting has become this decade's woke buzzword. There are endless shut up on manifesting t-shirts, coffee mugs, viral TikTok memes, essentially poking fun a little bit at the wellness craze. So Roxy, please shut up the skeptics. What is manifesting and why is it such a powerful tool for attracting the life you want? Well, manifesting is using the power of your mind to change and create the reality you experience. And to me, it really is a self-development practice. It's a way of living. And I think that it's really important that you've touched on this kind of trend that it's become and this buzzword because the problem with trends and when with something becomes a buzzword is that it becomes really devalued. And so people start to have so many misconceptions around manifestation um, and they don't take it seriously and they think it's fluffy or they think it's mystical or they think it's something that just the Gen Zs are doing. But actually, this is a really old practice that is, you know, backed by science that has within it essence of wisdom, philosophy, spirituality, science. Um, And it really is, like I say, a way of living. It's not a ritual. It's not something that you do 20 minutes a day before bed. Um, You live and breathe this stuff. And that's why in my book, Seven Steps to Living Your Best Life, I really laid out everything you need to know in a way that makes it really practical and accessible. So this is Jamie. So let's talk through that because this is what I love about your book, right? Manifesting, we know, is not simply picturing what you want and waiting for it to happen, right? Because if we just sit back and do nothing about it, then we'll get nothing. So can you kind of walk us through your seven action steps for manifesting the ones that you outline in your book? Yes. So the first step is to be clear in your vision. That's to know what you want. And then part of that is vision boards, visualization meditations. Now I'll say that what most people do is they end at that step. They kind of think, okay, I'll do my vision board. I'll do a visualization meditation and that will be enough. But that's the first of seven steps. The second step is to remove fear and doubt. Now, essentially, uh, we don't manifest from our conscious thoughts. We manifest from what we subconsciously believe we're worthy of receiving. And that's really the kind of like most important secret of manifesting. So you can dream about the big house or the promotion all you want. But if you don't believe you're worthy of receiving it, you will never attract it into your life. And so this step is about recognizing that the blocks that we currently have between us and the lives that we really want to be living lives within our subconscious and it lives as fear and doubt. That's our insecurities, limiting beliefs, low self-worth, whatever it is, that is making us believe that we aren't worthy of receiving the things that we want. And so this is where it becomes such a practice of inner work, because removing fear and doubt is an ongoing process. It was definitely the hardest chapter for me to write in the book, because how can I tell people in one chapter how to remove decades of fear and doubt? But I at least start the process for people and give them that awareness of how much it's limiting what we experience. 
Step three is align your behavior. And that is about taking action. It's about showing up as the person that you want to become. It's about embodying your higher self. It's about looking at the habits you commit to your daily routine. It's about stepping outside your comfort zone, taking risks. This is all about that forward momentum, taking action and being the change that you want to create in your life. Step four is overcome tests from the universe. And this is my favorite step because this is a step that really teaches you how to deal with rejection and misdirection. And when things don't go your way, it's all about seeing challenges and obstacles and as opportunities for growth and an opportunity to persist on your journey and find your way there rather than allowing, you know, every fuck up, sorry, excuse my language, to it's deter okay, it's you. all loud here. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, set you completely off course. Step five is embrace gratitude without caveats. Now I call um, it the manifesting sweet spot in my book, which is knowing where you want to go whilst being entirely grateful for all that you already have. Manifesting is not just about more, more, more. It's not about getting things all the time. You know, the things, the shiny stuff, that's the gateway for people to discover manifesting. Okay, that might be the thing that attracts them to it. That's not really what it's about. Manifesting is about making the life you already have feel as good as it can possibly be. And gratitude is at the core of that. This is is my favorite chapter in the book. I love writing it. I love reading it. And I give loads of tips on how people can really cultivate that high vibrational attitude of gratitude. Step six is turn envy into inspiration. A really important step for us all. You know, envy comes from the scarcity mindset, this feeling that there's not enough to go around. And it's something we all experience day to day, you know, and often what happens is we deny when we feel envy, where there's a lot of shame attached to envy. Um, And we might pass it on as judgment instead. But envy is actually just fear in disguise. And we can really use it to show us what we want more of or what needs healing. But to go a step further, we can turn it into inspiration. Inspiration is the antithesis of envy. And inspiration says there is enough for us all. And this is really about reframing your perspective, reframing your envy, and actually seeking to be inspired and celebrating the people around us. And that is representative of this really abundant mindset. And then the final step, step seven, is trust in the universe. And that's this surrender, you know, manifesting is knowing what you want, then letting it go. This this knowing feeling that you don't know how, you just know it will all happen the way that it's supposed to. And, you know, to strengthen this trust, I always encourage people to look out for the synchronicities in your life, look out for the coincidence, look out for the times where you've gone, I just knew that was going to happen. Because it's proved to us that there is a greater force in play here and that we can really tap into this other energy and this frequency to change the reality that we experience. Roxy, this is Heidi talking. That was everything. You are everything. You are everything I needed to hear. And I'm sure all of our listeners needed to hear. Thank you so much for that. And I actually, before the show, Jamie asked us all like how we felt about manifesting. I think I need to reframe my answer. So I will say what you said is when I was introduced to manifesting like over a decade ago in these like goddess circles, and I'm I'm a yoga expert, yoga teacher. I've been in the world for more than for a couple of decades now. So, yeah. you know, I, I was in these like circles where they were like, cut out a picture of the body you want and paste it on your window. And like, that's enough. And I'm like, that's gross. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and so I kind of like hear the word manifesting and I sort of put it under the rug. Cause I'm like, I'm not interested in like wanting something and not doing the work, mm-hmm. but that's just what I think most people think manifesting is our steps one and seven and nothing, 
not two, three, four, five, or six. And I think that if you do all the steps that you just said, like, of course, you're going to get what you want in life and need and all the things. And I, I love that. And also, Jamie, I have to say I was totally wrong because the quote that I have attributed to me the longest is believe you can and you will. And Mm -hmm. I always say picture yourself in the pose is the 95% of the work. So of course, I believe in manifesting. I just wasn't framing it that way. I was framing it more as everything that Roxy just said, but I didn't know it was called. It got a bad rap with this whole showed up on manifesting all those stupid memes. That's that's really. Yeah. So I'm like, thank you for reframing everything for me, Roxy, because now from here on out, I believe in manifesting and I will be a manifester. So thank you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm like, like everything you said, I was like, oh my God, she's giving me life. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So I would love to backtrack and hear more about how you really like discovered this powerful, powerful practice. So I've read (laughs) that you were a very different person in your twenties as I hope everyone was right. Like I hope you continue to evolve, Um, but can you, can you maybe share with our listeners, your journey from addiction, binge drinking, toxic relationships Mm -hmm. to where you are now and how manifestation played a role in this amazing transformation? Yeah, of course. And and again, just thank you for sharing that, by the way, because I think so many people will probably relate to that as well and think. And and it and I feel like I'm on a mission to give manifesting a good rep again. <laughs> so well, you're you. the best PRF for manifesting that I have ever experienced. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. So, you know, I really grew up, um, I was in I'm an Iraqi that grew up in Oxford. I had always felt certainly like an outsider. Um, and, and I didn't grow up in a happy in, environment and never never learned how to be happy. I I wasn't taught how to have a positive mindset or how to be grateful or to have emotional safety and validation around me. So I grew up in that way. And, you know, by the time I was 21, that really led to me discovering cocaine and alcohol and cigarettes. And that became my way to heal the wounds and try and hide from the pain. And I kind of, I would say then that next seven, eight years were a blur for me. I couldn't even tell you what was going on in my life other than all night parties, hedonism, come downs, severe self-loathing. I had no career at all, no motivation. I had no idea what I wanted to do. And, And I was just so deeply unhappy. Every day was just a struggle unless I was high, right? But that's not real happiness. And I hit so many rock bottoms throughout those years. And what happened actually was I went on a yoga teacher training course because yoga had been like my one safe space throughout the time. And so I thought in one of my kind of moments, and I had many of them, I thought, I'm going to give up now. I'm going to change my life. And I thought, right, I'm just going to book this teacher training in Thailand and I'm going to become a yoga teacher and I'm going to do inspirational talks them in the beginning of my class and and that will be my life so I went away and I had you know full of hope that I was going to change and I got back and within 24 hours I was back taking drugs and I went on a two-day bender and I woke up after that and I just thought like I'm never going to change I was so hopeless really hopeless and I called my friend Sophia and she said oh you know, Sophia, by the way, is quite like, she's like quite an ethereal princess. She is quite mystical. So I really, when she said, you should listen to this podcast of manifesting, I thought, 
oh, fuck it, I'll try anything. But I was expecting it to be as woo as some other people think it is. But I realized listening to this podcast that it all came down to self-worth. And so, right, of course, I'm not manifesting anything good into my life because I have no self-worth. And in fact, I'm, def- I'm manifesting, but in the wrong direction. So I went home and I researched everything I could on manifesting. And I started like reading and listening and learning. And two weeks later, um, Wade messaged me on a dating app. And it was on the 7th of June. His message came in the 7th of June, 2018. And on the 7th of June, 2019, a year to the day, our baby boy Wolf was born. And now, you know, three years on, four years on from that, I, my life is, it is beyond recognition. I mean, it's completely unfathomable. There are things that happen, you know, day to day that I just think, this is fucking mad. Maybe it is magic. But I always say like, it feel, you know, it isn't magic, but it feels magical right? It's actually just that I have become so empowered by using the seven steps, by really following them, living and breathing the things that I teach, that I have been able to change who I am, who I've become and everything in my life that I've attracted. And that's why I think it is a practice that means so much to me, but it's not only changed my life, it's changed so many people's. And so I'm always very honored and grateful that I'm able to share it because I know how powerful it can be. And I know how hard it can feel when you're in such a lost place. And it gave me this kind of like beacon of light and it was like my savior. And so I just want to offer that to as many other people as I can. It's so amazing, Roxy. And can I just tell you, we literally have the same story just to put that out there. Like you just told my story. So that, and, and I feel, you know, I didn't know that I was, being called to help people change their behavior until I was called to change my own. And I had the same exact experience with being very hopeless with drugs and alcohol. And I also got my shit together, met my husband. And one year and one day later, we we were married. I didn't have the baby, but we were married no. one year and one day. So very similar, a lot of similarities. I mentioned all of that because here's what I was going to ask you. I often talk about that moment for me as the gift of desperation. I believe a bottom is very powerful. You know, the gift of desperation is like inspiration. When you're in enough pain, you'll take action. But what I always try to tell people is like, you don't have to hit rock bottom. So what would be some advice to help people maybe just implement these things in their everyday life? Like, where would you start? Because I think the one that seems hardest to me of your steps is align your behavior. It's those daily habits, right? Like we can sit down and have like a vision board session, or I can sit and drop deep into gratitude and a meditation, but you want me to just like walk my walk and talk my talk, like every hour of every day when it's really hard in the micro moments, that's the toughest stuff I find personally. And I I bet some people at home would too. So how do you hold yourself to your consistent daily habits in the course of a day? So really great question. I think the first thing really is to clarify the the why. Why is it important that you're actually making these consistent and committed changes? And, And the why is because you are constantly in dialogue with the universe. If we are manifesting what we believe we're worthy of, we have to be showing the universe in action how worthy we believe we are. And we do that by the way that we treat ourselves. So if you are wanting to manifest whatever it is, a promotion, a partner, But day to day, you are treating yourself like crap. What does that say? It says, I don't really believe I'm worthy of these things. If you're not looking after your mind, body, soul, you're not showing, you're not giving any reason for the universe to believe that you 
believe that you are worthy of it. And so understanding that for me was like, it's probably the first step just to say, okay, I'm everything I'm doing is impacting my self-worth and therefore my ability to manifest. And then it's about understanding what changes you can make that don't feel totally unattainable for yourself at the beginning. So I think what often happens is when we get on, especially if we are feeling, let's say, lost and we want to make this kind of like huge catastrophic change, you know, in a great way, but we try to make huge changes to mirror that. And we miss the fact that you don't actually need, you don't need that. It does, you don't need to haul your life overnight because that's not sustainable. What you need to do is find a few really easy things to do that you can commit to. So the way I like to do it is to look at my day as, as bookending my day. So before work and after work, I try to incorporate three to four self-loving practices. Okay. And they can be really simple. So for me in the morning, it's that I always wake up at the same time every morning and it's before my son wakes up because I can start the day with just like a clear mind for a second. My morning coffee is part of my self-love practice. Not all self-loving practices have to be journaling, meditating, you know, or whatever. For me, it's having a mindful cup of coffee because that feels good. And it's a moment to myself. It might be going for a 10 minute walk. It might be listening to your favorite song. It might be doing your gratitude list, whatever it is. But if you're starting your day with three or four things, and that can take you 10 minutes, it can take you 15 minutes. It doesn't have to take an hour of your day. We have to be realistic. This is a practice that you have to live and breathe, which means it has to fit into the stresses of day-to-day life. And the same for the end of the day, a candlelit bath or just turning off the lights and lighting some candles. That feels good. It shifts your energy, you know, taking five minutes to breathe. For me, watching Ted Lasso, like, right, that is a self-loving practice because I feel good when I watch it. So don't kind of freak yourself out by doing too much. Just choose a couple of easy self-loving practices that you can start your day with and end your day with. And one way that you can really make sure that you're committing to it is to have a little reward system for yourself. So, you know, at the end of a week of doing it, you know what, I'm going to tick it off. Why why is it so good when you tick things off? Like Monday, done. It is. so satisfying. (laughs) (laughs) So you do like a tick system for yourself. And at the end of it, reward yourself with something, whether that's I don't know, renting a new movie or booking a massage, whatever, you know, or, you know, anything that feels good for you, but have a little reward system for yourself. Um, you won't need it every week because you don't need to be extravagantly buying yourself something every week, but maybe just to get you into that habit of it. Um, this is sort of a, a sh- like a, a veering off of the topic, but I was scrolling your Instagram and I saw like a so-called low vibe post that was defending your love of fashion and beauty and travel. And I guess there were some haters saying like, you only can share self-development posts. And I loved your response about being a multifaceted person. Can you tell us about that and why it matters? Yeah. So what had happened was, um, just to explain really briefly, obviously my, my profile has grown quite suddenly and the book has reached hundreds of thousands of people. And so unsurprisingly, there are a few reviews or comments that I've been getting um, which are quite nasty and, and it's to be expected. And honestly, I feel generally okay with it because it is such a minority. But one day it just really started to piss me off because what people were saying was, I don't understand what you posing for a photo has to do with manifesting or 
this does you don't seem genuine because you just care about what you look like some some things like that okay and I just was really triggered by it it really upset me because you know I would I know that I'm genuine and but sometimes even if you know that of yourself look I'm human I I've got to me and I got really you have feelings exactly and my friend said to me she said oh Roxy you always feel better when you voice it and I was like, I am going to voice it. And it was really important to me to voice it, not just for me, but for other people as well. And what I was really wanted to kind of explain was that, yes, I have a love of self-development and manifesting, but manifesting filters into every area of my life. And not only am I a coach and an author, I'm also just a young woman that really loves skincare that really loves family time, that really loves fashion, that really loves going out. Like, I lie. I don't really go out that much. <laughs> but <sometimes laughs> I like going out. <laughs> Occasionally, once a month. Um, so, you know, and I, and I am all these things. And I think that it's really important for us as a society to understand that we so often try to put people in a box and label them as you are one thing, but none of us are one thing. And actually, we need to be able to feel free to be all the things that we are. And in that way, we can live a full life, a rich life, full of experiences and, and, and the freedom to be authentically ourselves. And that authenticity is what's so, so magnetic. I also love your orange book cover because I have an orange book as well. And is it true <laughs> oh that God. it was? Yeah, I don't know where. Oh, wait. Yeah, this nice. is my, <laughs> my book is orange. What's too. it called? Your fully charged life. Oh my gosh, please, I'm gonna have to get a copy. Yeah, I love that cover. Um, but yours was inspired, was it inspired by a Prada shoe? I read that somewhere. <laughs> Is that true? It was. It was. I um got a mood board sent from my graphic designer had just started working with me, and I was the penguin, my publisher had said me too. Okay. Oh yes, right. So they had sent me some really awful covers, <laughs> like terrible. Like absolutely terrible. And I was like, no, we this cannot be the cover of my book. It needs, I want this book to be a coffee table book afterwards. I want people to proudly display it. Um, so I called my designer and we've got to come up with some new concepts. And she had sent me like a few different colors, um, like mood boards. And one of them was the orange and it had the Prada shoe on it. The, it was like neoprene, I think the material is. And I just like, instantly, I was like, that's it. And then we sent it to, we designed it. I knew exactly what I wanted it to. We sent it to Penguin and they were like, no, we, not the orange. I was like, what? <laughs> but I said that I wouldn't sign the contract until I got my orange cover. Ooh. So I got my orange cover and I'm thrilled about it. <laughs> I love that. Way to stick to your guns. Yeah. <laughs> and when we're talking chakras. Isn't orange high to you would know this, the sacral chakra, like your divine femininity. So I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. Right? Second chakra. Yeah, second, second chakra. chakra. Flexibility, creativity, willingness right. to go with the yes, flow. Exactly. <laughs> I, I knew you would know, Heidi. Um, <laughs> when you were talking about being magnetic, and there's something very magnetic about you, Roxy, and I think we're all feeling it on this call. And I think that is maybe just kind of brings this all full circle, right? It is about being uh, vibing higher, like having a, a, a higher vibration. And it has nothing to do with posting or not posting about fashion. It has to do with the energy that you're carrying through this world. And that's what manifestation truly is. And you can tell that you live, eat, sleep, and breathe it. And we appreciate you bringing that energy onto this show today so much. So we just have one quick segment left, right, gals? Yes. Megs, want to take it? It's called Karma Call. <laughs> Send it, it happy back. This is like my favorite interview ever. I'm obsessed with <laughs> 
All right. So I forced Megs to say it. She's been out for so long. So it's so amazing to have her enthusiasm back. But I am the resident yogi. So I explained to everyone that karma is the Sanskrit word for action. So we ask all of our amazing, inspiring guests, you, what is one small actionable item that our listeners could take for a short time that would yield a large result? Small action, large result. Okay, I'm going to go with my positivity journal, which is in step five, embrace gratitude without caveats. It's my favorite exercise of all time. I guarantee you to change your life. Guaranteed. I sound like a salesperson, but it will. So um, what I ask people to do is spend seven minutes, seven, I reckon around seven minutes every night before bed. And you get out a notepad or a journal and you write down every single good thing that happened to you from the minute you woke up to the minute you went to bed. So I woke up, the sun was shining, my coffee smelled good, and an amazing podcast with three amazing ladies. Uh, whatever, you write down everything that happened. And what you realize is that each day is filled with beautiful moments that otherwise go totally unmissed. And you can have a bad hour and decide that you had a bad day. But what this exercise does when you do it regularly is it retrains your brain to look for the good in the world, to look for the beautiful moments that you experienced that you were just totally ignoring before. And that is how you retrain your brain to cultivate this attitude of gratitude. There is nobody that it won't help. And remember that when you're in this feeling of appreciation, you are operating at a higher vibrational frequency and therefore attracting more abundance back into your life. I love that. And I was going to say, before you said the thing about the podcast, I was like, well, I'm going to start my positivity journal. And this interview is going right at the top. Right. Oh, I love it. Thanks. I think that was that was a mic drop <laughs> moment. That that last piece there and a really good piece of advice. So thank you so much for that. Hey Roxy, where can our listeners follow along on your journey? Like where should they follow you online, on the gram, etc.? Um, so my Instagram handle is at Roxy Nafusi. You can buy the book from Amazon.com. And um, yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> well, thank you. We love you and we love your infectious energy. And thank you everybody at home for joining and listening along today. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And don't forget to follow us on the gram at Off The Gram Podcast. We'll see you next time. Yay.